Hello, everyone, and welcome to an episode of Worth the Cash. Um, I'm starting a new series, and it's a university series. So I'm going to be talking to people from different universities, different backgrounds, learn more about them, and hopefully it's useful to people who are entering university or are, are in their early years of university, and they can gain some insight from some very smart individuals. So today I'm really excited. Um, I have Karthavi here, um, and I'm really excited to talk to her and get to know about her experiences today. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, hi everyone, my name is Gretavi and um, I graduated in 2020 from University of California, Riverside um, as a chemical engineer and then I also got a concentration in biochemical engineering. Um, so currently I moved back to Canada in Calgary and um, I'm working on entrepreneurship right now, nothing with science, but I use my Instagram and my YouTube and my other platforms uh, to share my advice and knowledge to do well in school because I didn't have that so yeah very nice yeah um, that's how I got to know her through her Instagram because I also have an Instagram so it's a really really good platform to get to know people um, that you wouldn't otherwise ever know so Instagram. yeah definitely it was so fun when I opened it during the pandemic in the early uh, stages of the pandemic I was like I need to be social I need to talk to people and I met people from all over the world and it's been so exciting. You get to learn like so much from other people and their experiences. Yeah, exactly. And like, um, as we're like, we're both in like STEM engineering kind of, um, it's very male dominated. So it's great to like get to meet women, talk about our, our shared experiences, stuff like that. I, that's what I love the Instagram for, like getting to see yeah. people who are like you and talking about stuff like that. Yeah. And then you also get to get a lot of advice from people who either have uh, been through similar situations or paths and like get their advice on like hey what did you do and how did you do it which mm -hmm. is like having like a community yeah. outside like virtually yeah for sure um so you mentioned that you did chemical engineering um I, mm -hmm. I guess is it called UC Riverside it's a UC I guess is that how yeah it is yeah see I, I kind of know <laughs> um, <laughs> what was um like the application process like to get into that program yeah, so since it was a public university and all the UCs are combined by the UC system, um, the application process was fairly simple. You just fill out the UC application, which uh, requires like your classes that you took, your transcripts. Um, there was no le letter of rec. It was pretty fairly simple. Um, but yeah, it was just very like enter your grades, enter your classes. So um, were, did you apply as an international student or were you like as like a in-state? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I was actually international, even though I did my high school there and my family was there, um, I was Canadian. So I did have to apply as an out-of-state individual. So does that change anything or is it more or less the same? Um, so the only thing that did change was the tuition because you don't pay in-state. And then there was a lot of like restrictions or there were some restrictions on like scholarships that you can't get or like, internships that you can get because the ones that I wanted to go to were very like I guess U.S. based they were all in the states and they wanted you to be citizen so like there were some restrictions that came with not being U.S. citizen or not being in state mm -hmm. uh, but in terms of education and all the opportunities that were available in school or in college were pretty much the same. Okay interesting so um so I, I'm assuming you started in 2016 then, school? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you wish you did anything to prepare before starting university? 
Um, so academically, not really, because I was already in those science classes, like I was taking the AP honors gate classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also like pretty um, confused on what I wanted to do until up, up till my senior year. So there wasn't much I could do. Like there was a point where I thought I wanted to go into medicine. So I like volunteered at the hospital. So I was pretty much confused. There was nothing that I could personally prepare for to know what I wanted to do. But the one thing that I wish I knew before going to college was um, so if you did take honors or AP classes, you're often told like, yeah, this will prepare you for college. Like if you do this, you'll be, you'll be fine. And I want to say that's such a lie because even though I took like seven, six AP classes, honors classes, my last two, three years, nothing compared to like one quarter of college. Like mm-hmm. it's just like four classes compared to seven AP is just not like college will beat it very easily. So I just wish someone told me like, you know, you're going with the expectation of doing super well because of the classes that you took, but that's not necessarily correct. Yeah, for sure. I, I did IB. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah. yeah and IB is very hard. <laughs> I remember people saying like, if you did IB, university will be a breeze. And I was, it's just not like, it it's doesn't correlate. Like it's, no. IB is hard, university is hard. Just because yeah. you did one hard doesn't mean it's like necessarily yeah. easier. Yeah. I guess like maybe you learn some time management skills and stuff, but I don't mm-hmm. think um, doing IB necessarily made university any easier. Maybe yeah. you're just kind of used to stress, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I feel like if you did take all these like hard classes or this level of classes, then you're used to the pressure and you're used to like dedicating your time. Like, you know, that it's normal for you to spend like five hours doing like a homework assignment, like it's okay. But it's like a different type of hard, like it doesn't yeah. translate to college. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's very interesting because a lot of people told me the same thing. And yeah. I don't know if I regret doing IB. I think it overall is a good decision. Like it helps you mm-hmm. like with stress time management, but I definitely don't think it made university easier. Yeah. Did you take full IB? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Very intense. Um, so overall, as we're talking about workload, how did you find the workload at university? Um, so I think it depended on the year that we're talking about, but, uh, first year was generally okay. First year, since I was living away from my family and I was alone, um, I spent it learning, learning about myself, like how to manage time when I'm, you know, when I don't have someone to tell me what to do or someone to like give me food or, you know, everything you're learning, um, So I guess first year academically, it was not bad, but it was more like mentally hard because you're trying to fit in to trying to find what works for you. But I think it got hard after second year when you, when I went up to my upper divs and I did not know what to expect. It, you know, you go from being like a first year, which was like, okay, like you're taking general chemistry and physics to like, here's OCHEM, here's your engineering classes, here's like 10 hours of homework for one class. And you're like, what's going on but um after second year I think we got used to the workload and then we made time or prioritized like our mental health and our social life along with school but yeah I think second year was the hardest but after you get the hang of it then it it gets okay like it's definitely doable but time management is so key and do you use any like special tools for time management um I didn't until like now I use like this um, 
timer that I found that like gives you like 30 minute intervals where you work and then like 10 minutes or five minutes off. But in college, it was mostly, I don't think it would have worked in college because like it was just so intense. Like I don't think I could just work for 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, but in college, what I did was like I blocked out time where I just didn't work. So like usually after like midnight, my brain just doesn't retain information. So it was completely useless studying. Like I did that second year and I just did that because I was stressed. Like I would just stare at a paper <laughs> and it didn't do anything, but it made me feel better about myself. So uh, after second year, I was like, you know, what's the point? Like you're not going to learn anything and you're going to have to redo it. So like after midnight, I didn't study like from midnight to 6 a.m. That's like my time to sleep. Um, I also didn't work on was it Fridays, like after four, like that was just my time. Like if I didn't have plans, I would just watch Netflix. Like, yeah. So like making time and like boundaries where I'm not going to do work really helped me like stay sane and like not go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I definitely think that it's so important to schedule downtime. Like I used to do, or I still do honestly what you do where you kind of just have your laptop open, but you're like scrolling through TikTok and it like, <laughs> it's like, passively you feel better because you're like at least my laptop's open I know I'm, my notes are there <laughs> but you're not like looking at them at all so it's, it's really like a bad habit so and honestly even when you're scrolling through TikTok like and with your notes open that's not even fun like at, at that point because you're still a little bit stressed yes so, like, it's like not even fun relaxation so there's a pressure like when I'm like doing that I was like hey you should be like studying like what are you doing I'm on, other, yeah but I'm on TikTok just I know no. it's not even like adding any values all like I finished the videos I just scroll yeah no I, I agree I agree TikTok's so addictive I know um so in school did you join any clubs or organizations that you would recommend to other people um yeah so I joined a few and some of them are most most of them are professional and then one of them was just for fun um so uh my first year I started joining uh Project Rishi which was a non-profit South Asian organization um helping a village that we adopted in India so we like had a bunch of activities that we did um uh raised money and that was just mostly for me to learn how to be a leader because I was like the secretary that I moved up to VP for the last two years um, and I got to meet a lot of people outside my major a lot of like South Asians but my professional org that I would recommend to people would be like SWE um, that's Society of Women Engineers that's very helpful um, AKI, which was the American Institute of Chemical Engineers um, that was also very helpful as you know chemical engineers our community is pretty small um, there's also SHIP. Uh, it's like Society of Hispanic Engineers. My friend was in it, so I usually just went to the meetings. But all of these professional organizations like offer you so much help and mentoring and resources. Like they will give you a lot if you wanted to go to to do research or um, you know make you meet professors. Like I, it was really helpful. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. So um, like with I find like clubs are where you meet so many people who. Mm -hmm who are in your program, if you're in like a club that's has to do with your program, it's, it's so nice to meet people who are also in these clubs. And that's kind of how I made most of my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like not as stressful as like meeting people in class 
because in class, like your common ground is like, oh, midterms, homework, studying. Um, there's not much fun <laughs> in the <laughs> classes. But like, you know, if you go to like professional organizations, even in the meetings, it's pretty like chill. It's like a very friendly environment. Like you can joke around. People are your age. They're all sort of like, you know, they're seniors, juniors, freshmen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a lighter environment where you can make friends without like just thinking about school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, that's 100% right. I definitely think that there's a lot of pressure in class and also like, yeah. you're also just trying to help focus. So the added pressure of trying to make friends and stuff, that's the yeah. So um, I'm not really sure about like the chemical engineering stats, but I'm assuming since this is engineering, it's probably more male dominated. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any statistics, like it was 50-50 or 70-30, but um, if you do, feel free to share that. But did you find it hard to be in a program that is predominantly male? Yeah, so um, unlike mechanical engineering or maybe even CS, I'm not sure, but like for chemical, it was, I won't say 40% female, like it's not bad. Um, I'm not sure of the numbers, but that's my guess. And it wasn't that bad just because everyone, at least in my year or in my school, they were pretty friendly. Um, I didn't face anything that, you know, made me realize that I was in a male dominated major mm-hmm. um yeah like personally I didn't feel anything there were some instances where you like you meet someone that's just more like I'm gonna tell you what to do and that's maybe like that happened once like mm-hmm. in the four years but it was pretty it was pretty okay yeah I think uh CS might be a bit more male dominated then yeah. um I think I just feel imposter syndrome too I don't know if you've ever felt that as well um all the time <laughs> yeah, all the time um so it's it's like the, the combination of being like one of the only females and then like imposter syndrome kind of maxes out because you're feeling like all that anxiety mm-hmm. um and I don't know if you've ever felt that way but I always feel like I'm representing all females like if I make a mistake people would say oh like females can't code so it makes me feel like I'm even though I shouldn't feel that way I feel like I've always found that i think I'm a representation of like all females um I didn't I, I mean okay see because we had enough women in our program there was always at least like one other girl with me in a group maybe there was like a time where like I was the only one but it we were all friends like we just yeah. it was like my senior we all just became friends so yeah but the only time I did feel imposter syndrome was like every time there was midterms or exams like you know you just can't know everything you can't know every single formula and you can't know how to apply it all the time so I I guess that I was like oh my gosh I'm getting a degree but I don't know what I'm doing like yeah 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 sometimes it just feels like you're you're like I don't know what I'm doing here anymore like yeah yeah. (laughs) always during exams too yeah yeah for sure so um we talked a little bit about your time management in university or is there anything else you think you did um, besides kind of locking out time for free time and whatnot, do you think there's anything else you did that made your university like easier in terms of time management? Um, in terms of time management, I think like this was more for our mental health. I would say like surrounding yourself with people that are also positive, that are also just as ambitious, or even in your if they're sorry, even if they're in your program, I think that was really helpful because mm-hmm. uh, my first or second year, like I didn't have the best people that I was surrounded by and that did affect you know my mental health which affected my time management which affected my grades which was just not fun 
So yeah, for another reason, like I would just say like finding your tribe that is, you know, fun, but also academic. Yeah. It's very, very important. Yeah. Good balance between um, having good friends is very, very important in university. Very. Um, Yeah, for sure. So um, speaking of ambition, did you have any internships during university? And if so, what was the process behind them? Yeah, so I didn't do internships, but I did research because I went to a UC, which was very uh, research-based. So I did two researches. The second one, I was there for like two months before I quit. But um, the first one was uh, in the water treatment area. And um, both of them, I didn't really apply to. I got it through um, connections. Like the second one, I did apply, but before I even went to the interview, I was already accepted. So yeah, so I did research, but it was really important to network to get those. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think that like for me as well, like connections are so important. Internships, mm-hmm. research, anything, like it helps so much for everything. So um, building that network, and I think Instagram does help with that, um, mm-hmm. building your network as we both talked about. So yeah. connections are really, really the key to life, I feel. It is very much. It's also something I wish like people told me earlier because, you know, first year I was just like, oh, I got this. I don't need help. I don't need this. Like, I got it. It's like, no, no, you need people. Yeah, everyone needs people. So we all think, I think like we all go um, from high school thinking we're like, oh, we're so smart. We know everything. And then you go to university and you realize like, I don't know anything. I'm not as smart as I think I am. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like you go, I know, I remember I went to physics class and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know this because I didn't, we didn't have AP physics. So I didn't have that background. And I was like, oh yeah, this is so easy. I just took it last semester. And I'm like, hello, like yeah. what? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I, I came out of high school, super cocky. I'm leaving university with a very tuned down ego. <laughs> <laughs> University puts you in your place. Like, yeah, no, yeah. It's calm down. <laughs> it's like, no, you're not. I mean, I think it's good though. I think like, honestly, like when I was like, I think like hard work is just important. Like I've never, I don't know about you, but I've never been someone who things come easy to like, even in high school, like people could get something really easily. But for me, I have to sit down, like spend a lot of the work. Yeah. So yeah, no. I think that's like a really good trait, like learning how to work hard. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people, there are some people in my school, they're like, oh, yeah, I studied the material like the night before. I'm good. And gets an A. And I was like, I've been studying for four days. Like, what? Yeah, that could never um, <laughs> Like, I do need to put in the work. Like, I need to put in the hours. Yeah. And then to get yeah, the Yeah, also, I feel like personally has led to my imposter syndrome as well, because you feel like it's coming so easily to everyone else, even though like, I honestly think a lot of people exaggerate like, oh, I only studied for an hour um, and stuff like that. I do think it almost becomes a competition, like who studied the least, but can get the highest grade. So yeah, yeah, I'm pretty like, oh no, I've been studying for two weeks. Don't even stress. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, no, people do that. Definitely. There are people like, oh yeah, I didn't study. And I was like, really? Really? For our final? (laughs) Um, so do you have any regrets from university? Regrets? Um, I think it would be just like not being open to learning new strategies on, you know, studying and like changing, I guess, like, 
even though I like to say I'm very open to change, there's some things like when someone's like, oh, you have to change this about you. You get a bit like, no, it worked for me before. It won't work for me now. And that's not the case. Cause like, however I was studying and however I was living my life in, like before college, it was working for me. But, you know, I was really like, not open to changing mm-hmm. in college to like accept the new workload, the new life. So I wish like I did change earlier and learned new techniques and listened to, even like did my research on YouTube on how other people say say how to study or how to manage your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so important. Um, like being open to change and understanding what works for you because yeah. I feel like for me, like I'll study for a test and it clearly didn't work and I'm expect, I'm, I do the same thing and expect different results. I think yeah. like, it's a quote, like insanity is trying the same thing over and over. Yeah. And different results. yeah. That was me with my studying technique, especially in first year when you're very young, as yeah. we said, like you go into university thinking, you know, everything. Yeah. And you just go and like, oh yeah, like general chemistry or general physics, like doesn't require too much. And it's like, it does it if you study it right. Yeah. If you like do it. Like I remember, like I was like, I didn't study right. I was like reading the same chapter over and over again. I was like, this is not working. This is, this took like my entire weekend. Like this is not good. Yeah. But yeah, definitely being open to new things would be. So um, my last question for you is, do you have any advice for people who are starting university, either specifically at your university or just in general? Um, yeah, so first one is to be open to change. As we just mentioned, that is very important. Uh, joining organizations, meeting people. I know at least I came to university a bit shy, a bit quiet and reserved. Um, but, you know, that's just you blocking your own opportunities. Like, you should. Like, I, if I didn't apply to becoming, like, the secretary my first year, then I wouldn't have even become who I was or like learned a lot of things about myself. So being open to opportunities and like using your resources. Like I, on my Instagram, I mentioned a lot about like free resources that you can use in your school or even online. And I would, I wish I knew that earlier, but you know, using your career center, your student unions, the academic resource center, like they're free. You're already paying for it from your tuition. Like might as well use it. And you, you can gain a lot of like insight to how to do well and how like you can also get insights of like how the tests are going to be like from um, students who have taken it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think uh, the universities always have so much resources, but if you go to like a big university, I think it's sometimes hard because there's so many resources. You just don't even know where to go and then you just ignore all of them. So I think um, especially in your first year, taking the time to understand what your university has um, and that can really change your university experience if you make of everything that's available to you. Yeah, I would just say like, even if you think you don't need to go to this organization or this club or whatever, just give it a try. It's an hour. You can spare an hour to realize like, this is for me. This is what I like. This is not something I don't like. And yeah, just just take control, like even a bit of control over your university experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's all I have for today. Um, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I had a lot of fun talking to you and I gained a lot of insight and I'm sure all of the listeners will as well. So thank you so much. Of course, thanks for having me.